Hi everyone and welcome to Anchored Souls, Real Hope for Real Life with Jacqueline Hyder. You're listening to episode number three, Be Well, an interview with Cherie Hurt. So today I have with me Cherie Hurt. She is the Wellness and Outreach Director at Warren Baptist Church. So welcome, Cherie. Thank you. I'm so glad you invited me. I am too. I actually work with Cherie because I work at Warren Baptist Church. And I know that she is the wellness guru here at Warren and in Augusta. So she's going to talk to us today about just wellness in general. So I just want to start off, Cherie, and let you tell just a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, I'm 23 years old. I know that's young. Still got a lot of life to experience and learn more about wellness. I've been married for over a year to Lee. Um, He's awesome. We recently bought a house here in Augusta, and I'm a big-time cat mom. I have no children of my own, but I love my pets. I have a dog, too. Um, That's right. I forgot you have kitty cats. We have that in common. I I love cats, I love my cat. (laughs) Had to throw that out there. Um, I've been a fitness instructor for going on four years now, almost four. It'll be four in January. Um, it was my first ever job, and I think it's kind of the first thing that the Lord was like, okay, here we go. This is what you're going to do. So, yeah, that's just a little bit about myself. Awesome, awesome. Well, I want to start, too, by just asking you sort of a general question, and I'm just going to throw this out there, and we'll just see where the conversation goes. Tell me, because your whole mantra in, on your blog and just in emails that you send out is this idea of being well. So what does it mean to you for a woman to be well? Good question. Big Um, question. I'll start small. I'll do like a back step. So when I first started here, I'm a big person on finding, if it's your mantra or or if it's just something that represents who you are, um, a part of one of my personal blog signatures is Be Brave. That's right. And I felt like I needed something that represented this, this part of my ministry, like what I do for the Lord. And uh, I thought to myself, you know, how often do we say, how are you? And someone says, ah, I'm good. You know, and, right. and good, it like really, what does that mean? You know, and so. It means that you don't really want to say how you really are. Exactly. So you just say you're good. <laughs> exactly. So I thought to myself, rather than being good, why aren't you well? And well means so much. I mean, Think about like a well that's full of water, you know. That's right. That's I. It really just struck a chord with me, and so I started encouraging everyone here to say "be well," and I started signing my emails with a "be well" because not only does it remind someone else, you know, you have a purpose and you need to serve the Lord with your body, but it also just reminds me when I sign off what I do. So, uh, being well—that's kind of where that came into play. And our motto here at the gym is "live well." So we really just took it one step further. But for a woman to be well, first of all, it's an ongoing process forever and ever and ever. I'm only 23. I don't know it all. You know, you call me a fitness expert or wellness guru. (laughs) And yeah, I feel like the Lord has definitely said, like, this is an area that I need you to serve me in. But I still learn so much. I still make mistakes. I feel like, if anything, I just want to have a healthy mentality about it. And I want other women to feel the same. Well, and I want to stop you right there and say that that whole Be Well signature that you started um, on your emails, that is what prompted me to actually start exercising. In my yeah. previous episode, I talked about what God has taught me about exercising over the summer and how he called me to do that. But part of that was because 
I kept seeing that, be well. And I thought to myself, what in the world? What does that mean exactly? Mm -hmm. Just what you're saying. And it is a mindset. It's a big time mindset mm -hmm. that we, we kind of overlook as women a lot of times. We're so in the business of making sure everyone else around us is well, whether it's your husband. And I know you've only been married a year. But still, you know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. You know exactly We're what I'm talking about. We're in the business of busyness. That's what women yes, do. Yes, we are. And so or if you are married or not married, even if even if you're single, you're, you're worried. If you're a woman, you're most of the time you're going to be concerned about, not worried about, but concerned about others around you because that's just part of, a being, of being a woman sure. is that sort of Martha heart. heart, if you will. But we are always thinking about making others well, but we don't necessarily take the time to make sure that we are well because right. we've got all these other things that we're trying to to juggle so that has really helped me so I want to say thank you that has really welcome. really meant a lot to me in my personal journey because I really believe that God used that to go you know she keeps saying be well are you well you're well in this area and this area and this area but are you exercising mm -hmm. are you really eating well no are you Getting enough sleep, no, because that is a, you, you should get it's on big. to me after that, after, after this podcast. We might you talk about really, it later. Yeah. <laughs> are you handling stress well? These things that we do in life, how, how, are you really well in these things? So it really made me stop and think. So I just want to say thank you for that. Yeah. Well, well, there it is, right? There it is. <laughs> so wellness, you touched on this, but wellness is, I'm a community health major alumni. Uh, I, that's where I got my degree. It's where probably wellness stuck out to me first, but wellness is seven dimensions of health. So if you say you're healthy, well, great, but are you well? Um, and it includes things like your physical health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, your social health. I mean, it goes on. So all you ladies listening, if you're thinking, oh, I already eat well and I already exercise, so I'm good we've got to stop and talk about all of it because it is a big circle and everything has to be in balance. Um, you know, socially, like, are you excluding yourself and not, you know, like telling others what's on your heart? Like, are you not talking to the Lord? You know, are you not spending time in his word every morning? Like things like that. So lots of different areas to be healthy and well. in. Mm -hmm. But today we will just touch on a couple areas of it and maybe come back to it later in a later podcast. So, yes, you're going to be here more than once, Cherie. I hope so. <laughs> uh, we talk about the physical wellness and then specifically related to, to fitness and then we'll also talk about eating habits so that also is physically related. Uh, and to do that, I'm going to give a little bit of my personal testimony. I would love if you would. Okay. I was going to ask you to, but I didn't know if you were ready yeah. to, to, to go there or not. But yes, I'd love for you to give us a little bit about about your personal testimony. Okay. I think that's always good because you're such an authentic young lady. And, Thank you. And I think others need to hear Hashtag that. Hashtag authentic living, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so though I mentioned that the Lord told me that group fitness was going to be kind of a doorway for me into you know, the fitness industry, health industry, however you like to refer to it as. And that's part of the case. But before that, it was a very different reality. I uh, grew up in a home that not necessarily that didn't care about what we were putting in our bodies, but we certainly were not being intentional about it. And that really took a toll on my health, regardless if I knew it as a child, teenager, that kind of thing. 
until I got to college and I realized, okay, this is, you know, this is not normal for an 18 year old to not want to run or not want to do these things or I don't, it just something felt different. And, and that mm-hmm. was definitely the Lord like tugging on my heart, like, all right, let's take charge. And at that time, I don't think, I always tell people that my spiritual journey has been two very different things. You know, when I was in high school, it was a go with the flow routine kind of thing. And then in college, I fell in love with the Lord mm-hmm. and, and all these things happened. So he encouraged me to get involved in a Bible study group there. And one of the girls was also interested in kind of getting healthy. And so we started walking. No offense, but mom style with the weights. No offense taken. I have never done that, by the way. Well, it's, really have, it's great. I have walked normally, but I've never actually walked with <laughs> and weights. The weights is what I'm and the saying. ankle weights. Yeah. Everyone stared at us. But yeah. I, and, you know, I had access to the school's, you know, dining hall, mm-hmm. and that was my meal plan. And so I had to make all the decisions. All of a sudden, I had to, to do something. And so that was when I decided I'm going to do something different. And between my freshman and sophomore year of college, I lost almost 40 pounds. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, I, was, I, mean, I was pretty heavy when I went into college. And, I mean, I just it came off quickly because I dramatically changed my lifestyle. I stopped drinking sweet tea. Actually, through a fast, I fasted sweet tea. <gasps> I know. Crazy. <laughs> I never went back to it, though. When I tried to go back, I couldn't drink it. And really? Yeah, to this day. Maybe like a little bit every now and then. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I did when you go to the Chinese restaurant, you have to have their oh, sweet theirs tea. Oh, theirs is good. Theirs is the You're best. Right. Oh, You're right. Hey, that's important for the about to that talk about. That is. Yeah, yeah. So that helps you be well right there. <laughs> <laughs> just a little sugar rush. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> uh and it just everything was different, you know. I but I got to a point where something was off balance. Mm. And I you know, I mentioned all these things in our lives need to be on balance. That's right. And it became a thing where I cared way more about the number on the scale and the way my clothes fit. And if I looked like a girl, I saw at the time Tumblr was really big. Mm-hmm. If I you know, saw a girl on Tumblr in like that cute little outfit or a bikini, like that's who I wanted to be. Mm. I lost sight of I want to do this for all the right reasons and I started doing it for all the wrong reasons. And I would be obsessive about my workouts I wouldn't do anything fun with my college roommates, or if I did, like, I wouldn't have it. I'd harp on them about treating, you know, having a treat every now and then. I would pressure them into work. Like, it just became a very different Cherie, and I didn't notice until, if my mom's listening, she's gonna remember this. Uh, I was at the beach, and a picture was posted of me and my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, and a bikini, and my ribs were sticking out. And, I, and by no means was I, like, scrawny or, you know, very, very unhealthy, but it wasn't what was my body was supposed to look like. And my mom called because she wasn't there. And she called and she said, not to me, to my grandmother, have you seen that picture of Cherie? Her ribs are sticking out. And I don't know. At first I was offended. Like, wait, I'm so skinny. What are you talking about? Like, I worked hard to get here. And then I realized, oh, like, I don't see this, but other people do. And I'm no longer a good role model. I'm a, a girl who's obsessing about being skinny, about not enjoying time with her friend and not valuing her friendships enough to, you know, approach friends for the right reasons about food and stuff. Right. So I didn't really have a moment where I was like, okay, well, I got to get back on track. I've got to start doing this right. 
I went overboard and I started binging mm. and, and which is essentially um, eating beyond the point of full and, and being fully aware of it and you just keep going and so if you guys are listening out there and you're thinking oh well I had a whole bag of chocolate so I must be binging no 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 you know what you're doing and you do it to feel numb and that's what I started doing is I started binging and I saw a counselor and and this is this was a long time like a big scope so of course I gained weight from doing Mm -hmm. these things I stopped working out as much I still taught classes but I did it because I had to because it was my job and and it just went from a really high in my life to a really low and I'll never forget what I was wearing or, or what I, how I felt when I went to my first like therapy session in school but this counselor who's Christian and um he was awesome he said you he goes don't take this wrong I know I'm an old man and this is gonna sound weird but you are amazing and you're beautiful just the way you are there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong. I'm still crying. Uh, Me too. <laughs> and um, I didn't believe him at the time, but I knew something had to change. Mm-hmm. And I did. Yeah. And I did. I did change. And I started doing research. I started expressing myself. Um, I had a blog at the time, a, a health blog, that a lot of people followed at college and I started being real with people and telling them where I was versus where I needed to be. Mm. And I knew that that was going to be a level of accountability. You know, I started, you know, seeing the value in my friendships and not being the food police in our apartment, but, you know, loving on one another and eating cake with them when they wanted (laughs) cake. And I, like, very specifically remember saying one day, like, if I go on like this, I'm going to be scared to have wedding cake on my wedding day. I'm going to be scared to take my kids out to ice cream. And I had wedding cake on my wedding day, and mm-hmm. I worked out, and I was healthy, and I, you know, you know, took time with the Lord to reset my mind and my brain, and, and here I am today. That's right. <laughs> you know? That's right. Well, I want to I wanna touch on something you said a few moments ago when you were talking about your counselor who looked at you and said you are amazing you are beautiful just the way you are and I don't think I don't know of a woman who really has heard that and absorbed that like they really should I mean my parents always told me I've been told my whole life you know you are you're just the way you are you're perfect I mean I was an only child so let's just don't even go there you Same. know okay well there you go high five I get it. high yes. five you know what I'm talking about but, I mean, you're perfect just the way you are. You can do anything. My parents poured that into me. But somehow, we don't really absorb that mm-hmm. fully. I mean, I feel like I did to an extent because I, I do feel like I have a godlike self-confidence, mm-hmm. not because I'm all that, but because I know who I am in Christ. And right. that's what I want to get to right here in this moment is to say, you know, every person within the sound of my voice that's hearing this, um, hear that, that you are amazing Mm -hmm. that you are perfect just the way you are and the reason we can know that for sure is because God is our creator he is Elohim our creator and he has created each and every one of us for his glory 
and we are on display for him and he wants to use it that's our purpose in life is to bring him glory to right. tell others how awesome he is and we're being well when we are and, and I want you to go back over those seven things sure. just one more time in just a minute but when we are doing that we are living a well-rounded life and we are are good in all of those areas with our walk with the Lord with what we're putting into our bodies with what we're doing with our bodies you know all those things and you're gonna you're gonna say them all because I don't know them all because I'm not the <laughs> wellness expert you are but when we're doing that and when we are really walking with the Lord which is part mm -hmm. of one of those things um, that brings glory to God yeah and we are never more beautiful we are never more perfect not really perfect but you know what I mean we're perfectly the way he created us right. to be then when we're doing that when we are being well and I love Psalm 139 where it talks about, and I wish I, I meant to bring my Bible in here. I actually, here's a Bible. Can I grab that from you? Um, Psalm 139, uh, God used this in my life for our daughter, Leanna. Did you turn right to I it? I turned right That's to a God it. moment. Y'all missed it, but I just freaked out when I did that. That is totally a God moment. Oh. It sounds like this when I wish it was video instead of audio, because you should just see the look on your face. Oh my And gosh. I'm a Bible flipper. Like, it takes me a while to yeah. get Yeah, she literally turned to Psalm 139. Okay, Crazy. the Spirit is here among us. So anyway, God used Psalm 139 in my life big time when we found out about our daughter, Leanna, and her learning disability. And I can remember saying to the Lord, fix her. Fix her now. Make her perfect. And what I meant was, make her just like me or make her just like you make her mind perfect and what the Lord spoke to me in my heart was she is perfect mm. she's perfectly the way I made her and I'm going to use her for my glory and he used um, Psalm 139 and I got to find oh, verse 13 for you formed my inward parts you knitted me together in my mother's womb I can praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made wonderful are your works my soul knows it very well and it goes on to say, my frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in, in secret, intricately, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me. And God just really used that to show me what that means, to, to really absorb who you are in Christ, to really absorb what you said. You are, you are amazing. You are perfect. Not perfect because... You're all that, but perfect because of who you are in Christ. And I want to make sure that I portray that to my daughter. Mm. Um, she's got a cute little, like, physique right now. And, <laughs> you know, she's she's active and she eats well and all of those things. But I want her to know, no matter what, whether it's physical appearance, a man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Whether it's outward appearance, her heart, how her little brain works. I want her to know that she's fearfully and wonderfully made. I want her to absorb that to the fullest. So I say hats off to your counselor who told yeah. you that. That's amazing that that he he said that and that he saw that in you. I see it in you. I, anybody who looks exactly. at you sees that. So anyway, I just had to get that little two, my wow. little two cents worth in. But I do want you to give us those seven, yeah. seven whatever okay. you call them, to being well. It might take a moment, but good no thing problem. that we can... Take our time. Okay, yeah. so physical, physical, mental, emotional. No, those are two different things. Mental and emotional are two different things. Um, education. So just they might also um, term that as intellectual. Social. Well, that's what I'm here. 
a financial is actually one of them. Mm-hmm. And then there's six. Spiritual? Is that one Did I, I miss spiritual? Yeah. Okay, spiritual. spiritual. So there's seven. Number seven. And there's Save a few the charts out there, of course, that you know I'll toss a few extras in. But those are the ones to, those are the to main pay ones. attention to. Yeah, so if we are maintaining those those things, we are well. We're, we're being right. well. Right. And, and they all play off of one another. They do. Too. So another one that some you know um, specialists will throw in there is environmental, too. And that mm-hmm. really matters, especially... You know, what are you surrounding yourself with? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it could be anything from just outside factors to what's happening in your home kind of thing. So, yeah, that's great. Well, Sheree, we're going to stop here for right now. I'm sad. I know, me too. But you're going to come <laughs> back again, and we're going to okay. continue this conversation. I'm <laughs> Listen to me being bossy. Related. You're going to come back again, and we're going to continue this conversation. Yes, um, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, and so... We will do that maybe on next episode. We'll be able okay. to do that, and we'll be able to talk about some other areas in that whole balance, uh, little pyramid or circle. Really sure. not a pyramid, but a circle that you talked about. So we're going to end now. Do you want to say anything before we go? Uh, thank you, first of all, for you know just listening. And just remember what Jacqueline said. You are fearfully and wonderfully made, and there is no flaw in you. The Lord loves you a lot. I just want to say thank you again to Cherie for coming on today and talking with us about wellness. And I want to reiterate those seven dimensions of wellness that she mentioned. She mentioned physical, emotional, spiritual, intellectual, environmental, occupational, and social wellness. You know, we can be healthy, but that doesn't mean that we're always well. So I want to encourage you to take a look at the chart that I've put on my blog that mentions all seven dimensions of wellness and think through each category. Ask yourself, where am I the strongest? What's my strongest area? But then ask yourself, where am I the weakest? What do I really need to pray and ask God to help me work on? And this this type of, of thought process and This type of wellness is going to help anchor your soul because God has created us physically, emotionally, spiritually, intellectually, in all of these ways. And so we need to be balanced in all of those areas, and that will help anchor your soul. Well, I look forward to being with you again next week, and Cherie's going to join us again, and we're going to talk a little bit more about this idea of wellness. But until next week, take care. Bye now. You've been listening to Anchored Souls, Real Hope for Real Life. For more, visit JacquelineHyder.com.